Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. I just finished Sharp Objects and oh my goodness. What a crazy ass fucking book. I, first of all, I cannot believe that I had the audacity to speak about this book when I was only three quarters in. Like, Kim, you didn't you have no right talking about you don't even know what you're talking about i'm sitting there blabbering about like her long sleeves shirt and her like beauty like no kim you don't know what you're talking about i can't believe i thought that was appropriate when so much is going on the last 80 pages there was so much action packed there like wow like i am impressed i am disturbed I like don't even know which way is up. Wow, this girl is psychotic. I feel, I'm like, I'm in awe. I revere her, but also like someone check on her husband to make sure that he's okay. Okay, so where was I? So just a refresher, the characters, like we've got the main girl, Camille. She's the reporter. Emma, her 13-year-old sister, who's like the neighborhood hoe. She's like super hot, unless we forget really big tits author she will not let us forget adora is their mom that's like really weird kind of creepy we suspect it's the mom not to like spoil it for you um and marion is camille's dead sister also yeah i got like an unsolicited feedback from someone that said that it's like really that my storytelling um skills aren't that great it's kind of all over the place they can't make sense of it it's like not really hard it's like not really easy to follow um yeah i don't know what to tell you about that because either you can get a crazy clusterfuck of a story but you get entertainment or you can get a story that makes sense that's boring as fuck so you know you can choose one or the other if you want the boring as fuck version like just read the book yourself um and if you don't want to and you don't mind like a clusterfuck like messy ass story then yeah this is you've come to the right place so where we left off last camille and Emma, they were at the high school party right they're like on drugs tripping doing whatever they're like skedaddling on the way home having all these like super intimate conversations they're getting really close right the molly is hitting like they're having a great ass time and Emma shows off this like super sweet side that camille's like who the hell is this girl like she's not this bully that's been terrorizing me and i've been seeing her just like destroy everyone the past few weeks but she actually shows like a very sweet side um but i mean of course like the girl's on molly so you have you know take it with a grain of salt and they're just being silly and you know they're falling over tripping over shit so they come back with like all these cuts and bruises and then and the next day of course they're like so fucked up they're hungover their dopamine levels probably like at rock bottom and adora she is weirdly so sweet she's like knocking on her door and insisting on like taking care of her she's like camille open the door baby and camille's like what the hell is going on like who is this woman she's like camille open it camille you know like she's really forcing herself onto her um and she gives her these meds and this like blue drink um which okay obviously that's like so unnatural like you know blue is just like not a natural color like what's blue blueberries never mind but she gives her these meds and Camille has an inkling she's like mm, I feel like I shouldn't take these but you know what she just takes these like shut her over the fuck up 
and then of course like clockwork in about like 30 minutes or so her both her and Emma they're throwing up their brains um they're like oh yeah it must just be like from like poison uh uh food poisoning from last night you know and then they're like um all the cuts and bruises they had from fucking around last night they tell Adora that's because like they fainted um and Adora's like feigning belief she's like oh my gosh oh no like if you told a Korean mother that like she would get a protractor out and be like "Mm, the angles do not match up like there's no way you guys fainted. but also you guys both fainted like at the same time I mean whatever but Adora's like willfully believing it right she's like i actually don't give a shit about you guys but okay let's say i believe you um and then when camille gets a little bit better she's like yeah there's something going on with my mom something's not right so she goes to jackie the the big mouth woman at the luncheon that was like a group of adora's friends or like ex-friends you know it's like they probably had like the weird falling out but like it wasn't from like one incident it was just like a lot of whatever um but like she finds out that Adora actually mentored both Anne and Natalie both girls that were strangled because so far we thought she was only involved in Natalie's life but no she was actually involved in both their lives from like this weird mentor program that they have at school so she was like um mentoring them and like being involved in their lives and then we also find out like Adora's mom Joya she they called it like overly motherly um but they were like yeah she was always like sick when she was around the only time that she wasn't sick was when she gave birth to you Camille because she was like in the hospital um and then Jackie also mentions like it's so interesting that like in a small conservative town when you're pregnant that's kind of like it for you like if you you were like on the top of the totem pole um if like teen pregnancy your reputation's pretty much washed you're you know you gotta start all over but then she rose from the ashes and like she was able to maintain her status as like you know this beautiful like great whoever in the in this small town so she's like yeah i always thought that was like a little sus but you know it is what it is so you know we like from all the clues from that encounter Camille uses her bright brain and she's like okay my mom killed those girls um and then she starts thinking about like the symptoms that she was experiencing earlier that day and remembers that Marion also experienced those like right before she died and she has a hunch that her mom killed Marion too so she's starting to put the um dots together and it's not looking good so she goes to a bar she is overwhelmed with all this information and then who does she see also drinking at the bar john the like stud muffin 18 year old big brother of um natalie so they are like connecting in this like weird way they're like oh you know like we both have a dead sibling i mean like obviously they're not like as annoying as that but like they just they kind of like click and then one thing leads to another and uh yeah they kind of get a motel room together which is so weird because he's 18 and she's like i don't know in her 30s like and the way he like gets her in bed i mean it wasn't like a contrived thing but this she was 
initially gonna be like all right i'm just dropping you off i'm just paying for your hotel room and then i'm gonna dip out but then he like traces over like some of the words that like she had on her arms and is like these are beautiful and she's like she's like feeling seen and one thing leads to another and he gives in her pants that way and then the next day they are woken up to aggressive police knocks i mean okay i've never i have never um woken up to a police knock before but i've heard them from afar like you can hear that shit from a block away i would be startled even if i was awake to have that happen on my door but like to happen when you're sleeping oh oh no thank you but really why do they have to knock it that hard though it's a little bit too much like you sound like you're overcompensating for something if you even if you use like half of that even if 20 percent of that like we know someone's at the door. It's really a little bit too much. I think it's all for the showmanship, but whatever. Like, you guys do you. But, yeah, it's the cops. So it's the chief cop guy, and then it's the detective guy. The guy that Camille just left with two days ago. Camille, 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 what are you doing? What are you doing? So he sees it. He is not liking the situation. And you can just tell. He's like, what the fuck is happening? I thought we had something. I mean, obviously, it's all written on his face. She's thinking, I mean, like she's not even thinking it. I'm like projecting, but it's it was probably a lot of like messy, messy tension you can like cut with a knife. Um, and then she drops him off. And then she actually like goes to seek out the detective at the police station. And, you know, you can tell she has like, what is that? Like avoidant attachment? Because the second he's like, I actually don't want anything to do with you. She is like, let me suck your dick. Like, I don't understand, like, how the two situations kind of, like, fused together because it wasn't even, like, a heated argument. He was just like, can you leave? And she's like, no. And she just gets on her knees and he's like, this is my place of work. (laughs) Please leave. So she leaves. She's feeling super embarrassed. She can't even go back home. So she um, reaches out to like her high school friend um, in disguise of like trying to get more quotes, stuff on the record. Um, But she doesn't like really tell her anything that she doesn't already know about the situation. But she does shed light on like the extent of Emma's cruelty. Like she knew she bullied the shit out of like everybody, um, but she didn't understand like to what extent. Uh, Apparently, she would just like bully them and like there was one point where she even like passed a girl to like you know the the older guy it was just it was like a lot of like disturbing stuff like stuff that like no 13 year old or any human should ever do but it does explain why she sees like sex as like a transactional thing like whether it's like her sexuality or like other girls sexual like it's just oh it's it's not nice not nice but then her friend does tell her, oh, it's like so weird that the girls had their nails painted um, when they were found dead because like they usually don't have their nails painted. <gasps> weird. Do you know who would do that? Adora. And so she goes back home and then Adora continues being like, let me take care of you. Let me take care of you. And then like, you, you know, you, you know, she's just like making her sick at this point. It's like no secret. And then she goes to the hospital where Marion died. Um, she's just like 
getting more information to like confirm her hunch about her mom um and then she just gets confirmed there there's a note from a from a nurse being like this child is totally fine but she only seems to get sick when she spends time with her mom um munchausen by proxy type of thing so she's like her mom actually shouldn't be in charge of like these two girls like please get them away from her care like she's crazy but you know they didn't do anything about it obviously um and then when she gets back home adora just continues doing this she's like please let me take care of you um you know like i want to love like all of this weird shit and camille's like you know what like fuck it because she knows the popo is coming in tomorrow and gonna be raiding so she's like let me just get let let i'm gonna let her drug me up so that when they run the toxicology report they can just find all this shit inside me so they come and arrest her they find her she's like so drugged up um and they you know search her entire house and they find diary entries that's so chilling she like documents all of this not like specifically to like which drug she gave them but she's like camille's too difficult as a patient um but marianne is very like she's like so sweet and doting when she's sick to be honest like i would love to be sick because like you can just lay around do nothing all day but i mean like it doesn't seem like it was like that good kind of sick like it's not where you can just like lay it off and you're just hazy in and out like they're throwing up like for 24 48 hours at a time you know and that's just like oh um and then she also writes about how the hospital visits were so fun like she she didn't know which outfit to wear because she wanted to look so good she was flirting with the doctors she hopes the surgery is coming up soon so she can get her hair done in time like psychopath shit and the day that marion died she's like oh i just like couldn't help myself uh she died but like it was so great getting like people are just like so wonderful and like they're so kind to me Oh my god okay so i love attention as much as the next person but it is insane the extent that she would go for this um like you have a husband but it doesn't seem like he's like that doting on her either oh now i'm thinking like would i ever like if i never got caught would i kill someone for attention no probably not not because i'm like ethically or morally stronger than the next person but because like i i just don't think i'd be able to like regulate my anxiety i feel like someone could just look at me for like 10 seconds and i'd be like okay yeah like i i did it they were like i was asking you for the time but yeah i don't think i'd be able to hold it in like i have too big of a mouth like i would just be ridden with guilt I mean, like, I still have, like, flashbacks of, like, when I said something rude to someone, even if they, like, totally deserved it. I'm just like, oh, that was just, like, not very nice. Um, okay, no, but Kim, they deserved it. They did. Ah, oh, still mean. But coming back to the plot, yeah, so they find all this shit that confirms that she was making Marianne sick. But then they still haven't found the teeth. But they're like, you know what? That's enough. Let's arrest her. Off with the Dora. 
and she's gone. So Camille comes back to Chicago, but because um, they confirmed Adora's a psycho, they can't leave Emma with her. So they Camille gets custody of Emma. They drive back to Chicago together, and Emma's there, and she's just like kind of restless, you know. And then they put her in a school, and then at the school she makes a friend named Lily. They get pretty close. Lily comes over. They're all hanging out. Um, Camille gets to know Lily pretty well, and she's like, she's pretty reasonable. I. Um, I like hanging out with her, or not, not hanging out with her, not like the way that she hung out with like, you know, kids in like the high school, high school party, but she takes a liking to her. She's like, yeah, I think she'll, she'll be like a good influence. She's reasonable. And Emma starts catching up on this. And one night she kind of has like, not like a meltdown, but she, she's like, you like Lily more than me and is being so weird about it and is shivering her body's doing like weird things Emma's like no 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 like I'll or, or, or sorry sorry Camp Camille is like no 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 I don't I'll take care of you and she is feeling herself liking um feeling needed and then not too long after that Lily ends up dead and her body's found three locks away in a dumpster by a dumpster with six of her teeth taken out I mean yeah so obviously it's Emma and she didn't have her little goon squad to do all her teeth so like she can only do six by herself which I mean damn like she must be working out because that <laughs> that shit looks really hard so yeah and when um Camille finds out she's like lost her mind she's looking for her teeth she's like where the fuck are they and then she finds them in a dollhouse so this dollhouse she plays with like all throughout the book it's so innocuous that i never even brought it up and that oh i love it when shit is in like innocuous little details you're like oh my gosh it's been in front of us the entire time but i like didn't even oh, i should have known oh i should have known the significance of it because she actually did talk about it a lot but what I don't understand, I guess it's the size, right? So the teeth, it was, um, she bleached the teeth and used them to tile the floor of her mom's room. So this dollhouse is an exact replica of Adora's house in Missouri. So what I don't understand, first of all, is like the size of it. Because even like the ones that like I grew up with, they're like quite small, I'm thinking like a room you can put in like 10 maybe, but it was like 56 teeth or some shit. Oh, disgusting. But like impressive. I'll give her that. And like how she got to bleach them. Like I feel like teeth is like teeth is really hard to bleach, but yeah, I mean, again, impressive, disturbing. Yeah, I just I don't understand the size of it because like when you look at the dollhouse you cut them like right in the middle so that when you're looking at it from the side, it's like you can see everything in it. I would feel like if, oh, maybe it's just something that she knew was going to get overlooked. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it was Emma. She was, she, she was jealous of her mom's attention. She knew her mom was poisoning her, but in her mind, it was a transaction like she's trading her health for her mom's like loyalty and devotion and when she started seeing that like you know she was giving other girls attention she just could not handle it so she was like i'm gonna kill them and then that kind of weird possessive thinking went to camille too 
I mean, chills. Yeah, okay. I know, I, I know in, like, the last one, I was, like, talking some shit. But, like, the last 80 pages, wow, 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 wow. I mean, like, the first, like, 200 pages or so... I feel like that could have been done like a hundred, but yeah, you got to like drag it out and like leave little like breadcrumbs, like very like innocuous stuff. I'm like, is this important? Is this not? Is this important? Is this not? And then later I'm like, oh, it was important, but I didn't even know. Oh, I love it. I love it. Yeah. So overall, I would give this like a nine out of 10. Um... I wish she like didn't put so much like disturbing stuff though, even though I know that's what makes it so yummy. But yeah, maybe, okay, whatever. I'm not an author. I'm not gonna make suggestions, but yeah, no, it was really good. So now that we have all the juicy stuff, um, yeah, I'm gonna have to go back to reading Sapiens. I have like no excuse for that. Okay, thanks for listening. Ta-ta, bye.